recording. Hello, this is episode 16 of Thoughtless Casual Gaming with Brett and Jace. I am Brett. That is correct. 100 uh, points for you. Yay, go me. And we're, I'm sitting here in a, a room that is not overly familiar for recording for me. Um, it's probably going to have a little bit more echo than, than it, normal too. It may do. I may sound you know, taller than I actually am. Um, but we're here at Jace's place because my house got inundated by kids today and they're still bloody there. They got invaded. Like <laughs> six kids under seven. So, and one of them has decided to have a sleepover. So there is no way we can possibly record at my place. So we are here. I just love the fact that not only did they invade, but they've, they've managed to stay. They've, they've had to habitated and then... <laughs> Then they've somehow booted out the indigenous population. It like, seems, yeah, it's history repeating we itself. We are referring to these kids as the first fleet from now on. Uh, uh, it's all good. It's all good. Um, I had two of my other three daughters around today um, playing with my actual daughter. Um, and, they, yeah, it was good because they will make a mess. They will tear the house apart, which I spent a couple of hours tidying up in the first place this Jerks. morning. Stupid idea then. Um, but they kept themselves busy, so I got actually got some hobby done today, which was what good. Is I this? I know, right? Anyway, this intro has completely gone off the rails. But what did it, you expect? It's us. It has not been eight days since we last recorded. It's been a bit more than that. It's been a fraction more. I feel like that's not entirely our fault, though. No, a couple of things have happened since then. Uh, it is a new year. We are out of 2020 and into 2021. COVID 2, the sequel. Um, Everything is the same as 2020, except it's got an extra number. One more. Yeah. Um, But since then, yeah, New Year's has happened. uh, Christmas has happened. So how was your Christmas? They are all things that have happened. It's been good. Like it was, Christmas was a bit intense. Um, It was the first real Christmas as somebody with children who will actually remember or knew what was going on. So Mm -hmm. that was an experience Um, and hopefully some lessons learned from me about how much effort (laughs) to actually put in. Um, Anyway, we did that and we did all the family stuff and we got that out of the way. But we had, yeah, this whole period is, is fun because... In the space of a week, you've got my mother's birthday, Christmas, my birthday, New Year's, and then my sister's birthday is this week coming. Um, so we just kind of good planning crammed them all in that space, and I'm probably not really contributing to that planning wow. particularly well. <laughs> um, but anyway, now nah, look, Christmas was fine. It was it was pretty low key because all our family is local for me, so it meant. While it was seeing families during the day and different families that night and all that kind of garbage, like everyone was within half an hour of each other. Yep. So it wasn't chaotic. Well, it was chaotic, but it wasn't four hours of driving to Warnable or doing something stupid mm. ass like that. Um, I got reminded uh, the other day of one Christmas that we spent where we travelled from Nunawading to somewhere... And then to uh, Scott Vale, and then to Brunswick, and then to Torquay, and then finally to Bowen Heads, all in what? one day, and successfully missed every single meal on the way. Because, I was going to say yeah. you can't you can't logistically make that work. That that doesn't. No, you can't. It, it's not possible. 
I learnt from experience. It's not good. That is terrifying. Yes. In every way, that is terrifying. Yeah, so I can't really complain. Christmas was pretty crazy, pretty low-key. Some time off in between Christmas and Mm. New Year's um, is glorious, sort of. Um, And, you know, have managed to sneak in the occasional hobby every once in a while when when everything hasn't been going absolutely batshit mental. Um, But, yeah, that's about as exciting as it was for me. I don't know. I feel like I haven't done anything for the last one. <laughs> uh, everything's the same for me. Working retail, Christmas is the same, if not just a bit busier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, and my folks live 10 minutes away from me and my brother and his family and my sister and her family all came down for Christmas. So it was a nice 10-minute drive, gorged myself on food, tried to hibernate for the rest of the day. And then back to work. <laughs> it was another day. It yeah. happened to be full of presents, but it was another day. That's it. Mm. Yeah. No, it was, it was very much. And I, I'm sitting in this space going, God, I don't actually want presents, guys. Just <laughs> can we just you, you get together, eat some food, maybe not even too much occasionally. You know, both mine and Kate's mother has a habit of, of catering for eight times the amount of people that will be there and they're yep. trying to force us to eat that much. Um, which I actually is, didn't think I ate that much, but my body was definitely telling me <laughs> I did. <laughs> yeah, look, I jumped on the scales and uh, no, that was a mistake. Um, cool. Things that we have learned. Uh, yeah, Christmas. It's done. I don't have to done. worry about it it's for been. another 300 odd days yeah plenty i I was going to do the math and then no i don't i don't wish to do that after six children under seven my brain does not work tonight so it's fine and it was a relatively low-key new gear given that we weren't allowed to do anything anyway true Um, so i think yeah did you stay up no (laughs) (laughs) oh no i can't remember the last time i actually stayed up to midnight it would have been the last couple of years but I know. I've I've never been a massive New Year person. Anyway, I don't get it. The time for New Year's has passed for me, well and truly. But I did stay up till midnight. But then at about eleven thirty, my daughter decided that she was going to wake up. Ah, so it was involuntary. Involuntary. Well, I was I was up anyway, so it's fine. But she decided to sit and watch the fireworks with me, which was lovely. Yeah, uh, it was really nice to see the the new year and with her, um, but then she wouldn't go to bed afterwards. So well, she just saw exciting fireworks. I couldn't make it bed. Same old, same old. Yeah, all so, right. Yeah. What and about a hobby? Hobby things. What have happened? Well, thankfully, it is that whole Christmas period where people grow stupid and buy presents. And look, the good news out of this is every year my mother. Like, I'm one of five kids, and I get it. Buying presents for five kids must be fucking exhausting. So she literally sends us a message and just goes, give me your bank details. I'm throwing 100 bucks in for Christmas, and because it's also my birthday, 100 bucks in for that. Just go buy yourself something. Give it to me. I'll wrap it. Yep. You've got a present. And then invariably they go to, I don't know, the worst shop on the face of the planet, and they buy shit. And then they wrap that, and they give that to us so they're amused to Christmas Day as well. Um <laughs> Like just uh, novelty socks and um, your dad's working at Bunnings at the moment. So I've got a bunch of shit like Bunnings merch, um, Bunnings trade stuff. Oh, good. I'm like, yeah, just, just what I needed. But 
they can't help themselves. Um, but that meant over the last little bit, so I got with that cash that that mum flipped my way, I went, you know what, this is free hobby. I will take that. Um, So the new version of Underworld, so Diachasm, we managed to to snag that for Chrissy, which I'll take. Excellent. Um, And then I picked up Marvel Crisis Protocol, which has happened. Which we have talked about once or twice. Yeah, just a couple of times. So (laughs) I now own that. It is now assembled. Um, that's, and that's pretty much been the hobby. Um, so I picked up Marvel Crisis Protocol, the, the core box then. Um, and I've kind of been umming and about factions and what I want to do and all this kind of stuff. And then birthday rocks actually physically rocks around. Um, and my darling wife, and I don't know where she remembered this conversation from, but there is a, a bust that I'd been considering getting for God knows how long and it's been out of stock or it's been, you know, and back order and a whole kinds of thing. And you've got to, got to order it from the UK. It's called um, Cozy. It's this literally just a kind of anime style, more cartoony looking um, girl in a big woolen knitted jumper with a coffee cup. That's, that's it. But it's, I've seen it painted a couple of times and it's so left field of everything that you see <laughs> and I love it and I kind of want to paint it like Velma from Scooby-Doo. Um, <laughs> so that that showed up and I, that one floored me. I had no no idea it was coming. I had no idea it was happening. What is it good for getting that, that random present that you've totally forgotten about? I, yeah. yeah. It's been one of those ones. I, I, every time I, I see someone had painted, I'm like, I was going to buy that. And I, I never get around to it or and all the shipping shit and whatnot. Because, yeah, I had to get, I think she got it from the UK from somewhere. Um, and I think this was one of those, not even intentional things, but I had like a thousand tabs open one day on the, on Chrome. Uh-huh. Yep. Um, and I was flicking through different things I wanted to paint and stuff, just trying to get some ideas. And that was one of the tabs and I'd mentioned it. Mm-hmm. at some stage because I like to bore my wife with things about my hobby that she doesn't <laughs> care for. Um, so that would have been one of them, but, you know, it, it pays dividends. Yeah. Pro tip. Um, so Lucky she went for that tab and not the other tabs. Yeah, no, the incognito ones are, are usually pretty good. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, so that showed up and then I, I feel like I've actually done a right out of this. Um, Mark... Around the corner, um, runs 3D uh, or fresh 3D prints. Mm-hmm. Um, literally knocked, rocked up on my doorstep in some time in between Christmas and New Year's and goes, oh, it was your birthday the other day. I printed this. And it's from a, a Kickstarter that was running on like different, it is some game, um, like a miniatures game about pit fighters or something. Mm-hmm. I have no idea where it came from, but it's cool. It's basically, imagine... Donatello the Ninja Turtle, yep. if he was really like old and cranky and kind of maybe a meth addict, okay. um, it's kind of this, uh, okay. and I, I, I dig it. It's just, you know, a random thing that he's shown up. He's on, I, I saw this, I printed it, happy birthday. I'm like, fuck yes, this is great. Um, and then fortunately we went out for my, for, um, breakfast on my birthday and I came back and I'd missed all of my family. It was the best <laughs> thing in the world. 
<laughs> so there was just a, a pile of shit near my letterbox, um, including pro- crisis protocol and stuff. But also, there was a another random box there that I had no idea. Just a happy birthday written across it. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And I crack it open, and it is um, Shuri and Okoye from um, the Black Panther of the Wakanda squad. Oh, cool. Literally just sitting there, no name, no nothing. I've got no fucking idea what this is. So I've been sitting here going, fuck, who do I know? Who have I told about Marvel Crisis Protocol? Who have I told about what factions I think? Because I think my last conversation was I'm I'm waiting for, and it's only not far away, but um, She-Hulk is coming out. Mm-hmm. With her will be a new affiliation, A-Force affiliation. Um, and it basically is the entire female population of the Marvel Crisis Protocol. So, like, the cool scene in Endgame. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, she effectively becomes the leader of that, and then you've got, um, you know, Captain Marvel, Scarlet Witch, Valkyrie, Mystique, mm-hmm. Storm, all of those all pile into... And Captain Marvel's in the starter, isn't she? She is in yeah. the starter, and so is Black Widow. Okay, cool. Um, so, that effectively is a thing. And then I had... Shiri and a KA into that. Um, but yeah, I'm literally going, I have no idea where this came from. I have no idea who randomly dropped it at my door. It definitely wasn't my parents. Um, but, you know, I've been sitting here going, fuck, who do I know? Well, I've been talking to a lot about this. I've been talking to about which models I'd like or which ones would would work well. Also, funnily enough, I, I was then also scrolling through other stuff on board games from the board where I bought Marvel, Marvel Crisis Protocol it's out of stock there now. It wasn't out of stock there before, so I know where they've bought it from. Um, so I'm literally sitting here going, this is... Detective Pikachu. Yeah, we're getting there. Um, anyway, so based on that and the fact that I then had half of the Wakanda set, mm-hmm. I then had to buy the other half of the yeah, Wakanda of set because that's just mandatory. So now I've also got Black Panther and Killmonger. Mm-hmm. Um I think that's most of the stuff I've managed to acquire in the last however many days I've basically been assembling. So all of Underworlds, all of the Crisis Protocol stuff, Starter Box, all the terrain, all locked and loaded. Um, Last night we started a little bit of paint. So I got undercoat on all the Wakanda stuff and I got undercoat and a couple of colours on most of the terrain. Excellent. But I, well, I have one of those hobby nights where you start doing something and it doesn't work. So instead of changing what you're doing, stopping, maybe just going, look, it's just not working tonight. I'll come back tomorrow and I'll revisit it. Doing anything different. I went, no, you know what, I'll do the same thing again over the top and it will make it 100% better. Mm-hmm. So I continued to do the same thing stubbornly over and over again and expected a different result. I did not get a different result. So I'm repainting a couple of the pieces, a couple of the cars is the moral of the story here because I'm not at all happy with them. Um, it's the definition of insanity. Yeah. Doing the same thing over and over again expecting different results. I'm like, you know what, the next layer will fix it. <laughs> the, the thing that was going wrong is I was spraying at too high a pressure with too thin uh, an ink too close to the model when it's too hot before the last coat had fully dried. So to fix that, I didn't change the pressure. I didn't change the, the consistency. I didn't wait for the last coat to dry. So I sprayed another one over the top to fix it. 
Um, did that a couple of times. It made it worse, funnily enough. Who would have thought? Um, so we'll, we'll repaint the cars, but I didn't want to re-prime in this humidity at the moment. So, meh, we'll see where that goes. You say this, but, I mean, I haven't seen them, but your mistakes are a lot better than my successes. Oh, I'll pull them out of it. When we have a break, I'll, I'll go and find them and then I'll cry. But, yeah, that's literally been my hobby, I think. I looked at Blood Bowl stuff and then got distracted by Marvel stuff. Um, and I've been nagging people to play games of Blood Bowl that haven't happened yet. So I will continue to nag. Well, season four officially started yesterday. I know, right? I could so, have had two games in by now. I know, right? But um, This is where my mind's at. <laughs> I'm like... We've got to get some games in soon. Yeah. So that, I think that's pretty much been my life for the last however long. That's you know, pretty that, good. Family stuff. Yeah. How about you? Um... Well, Christmas, nobody tends to get me hobby stuff unless I ask for it directly because Jack. nobody knows what I have and do it not have. It is too hard. It yeah, is. which is absolutely fair call. And pretty much um, everyone kind of agreed this year would just do it for the kids. Um, my wife gave me a couple of cool stuff, but you know, nothing hobby related. Um and then I got random bits and pieces from my parents, which, you know, they just like, my mum just likes filling our old stockings with various bits and pieces. I did get like a hand-carved wooden doll of Batman, which is kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> right. So no no sort of hobby-type gifts. However, I've done a little bit. Um, I did do the the obvious thing uh, leading up to Christmas. I watched the the ultimate Christmas movie. Like Gremlins, Die Hard, Die Hard. Okay, good. Yep. Yeah. Um, and not maybe for Christmas. I would also accept. Uh, I think that I got got a, that got a play from the kids, I believe. Um, and I also thought while I was trying to do some sort of hobby stuff and clean the house, I. Remembered that there's a new Dune film coming out next year. There is. I really want it to be be good. good. Um, (laughs) But then I thought to myself, there was a TV show a couple of years back. Oh, God. And I never got around to watching it. I should watch that. And I looked it up and it's three parts. I'm like, I can do that. A couple of years ago, it should be decent. (laughs) I'm getting old, man. (laughs) Because a couple of years apparently is 20 it came out yeah. in 2000. Oh, that's a couple of years ago, yeah. And it looked it. <laughs> it was not good. So now I have even higher hopes for, for the new film. It's like if the cast of Red Dwarf did. It was... And it, it's surprising how much you know I have talked and it's still love Battlestar and that was 2004 and that just still looks good. Whereas this you could see the green screen where they were standing on a pile of sand. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, no, no, not good. Um, but hobby-wise, I have done a little bit of painting. I finished off the KK, finally. <gasps> I forgot about that. Yeah. We'll circle back. Um, so I got Chris, and Chris got me, which was rather convenient. Uh, so I did... What did I do? I did... Um, a an old second edition Blood Bowl star player. So Duke Luther Von Hawkfire. And he's an old chaos thrower. And a 
old metal second edition model. I yeah. painted it up in uh, the old Chaos All Stars green and pink, which is a hardcore favourite of mine. Um, and I got him. I gave him like the old star player card from the books from God knows when. This is we're talking second ed, so yeah, nineties, no eighties. Anyway. I'm not going to try and work that out. Uh, I did a... You printed up me off some Underworlds uh, tokens for mm-hmm. boards. So I just spray painted those. Uh, I didn't bother painting them because I knew I wouldn't finish them all. So I didn't want to give them the half done. Yeah. Uh, but I did do the other thing you printed, which was a Warcry board uh, for the card and the dice. And I tried painting that up in the the wood style mm-hmm. that I'd done my Snotling Pump Wagon in. And I don't think it quite worked. I wasn't, you know, it, it's okay. It's not, I think that style, at least the way I did it, definitely worked better on smaller surfaces. So I feel like any of those effects are harder to pull off the bigger the scale, mm-hmm. period. And the, the point, that, you know, I saw the pics of it where it was getting done. And I'm like, oh, look, I feel like it's not pulling off wood the mm-hmm. same way that the Snotling Pump, but it's yep. still a cool as fuck effect. Yeah, it looked like yeah. It wasn't what I wanted it to be, but I was happy enough with it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. But then Chris rocks up and hands me two Star Wars models, which mm-hmm. are done incredibly well. Uh, so the alternate Vader, with he's done it with the, I'm going to get this wrong, OSL? Mm-hmm. ASL? No. OSL? OSL. Object source light, yeah. Thank you. Okay, so the basically the lightsaber reflecting on his armor. Um, and Kranich. I got myself a Mendelssohn uh, model, which I am very happy about. And they both look incredible. So he completely trumped me there. Um, What else have I done? I did uh, the Plague Marine, the free Plague Marine that I got from G-Dub. I did that, painted that up, got it to the store in time. Um, So I don't know if that's closed version. I think it did I, happen. I, think I didn't did. I didn't look but it's yeah it's on Facebook. What I also have done is deleted Facebook um <laughs> to give myself more time back in my life. So I don't actually know what happened with it. But it got done, it's there. I bought myself a couple of Marvel Crisis Protocol uh models. So yes. I picked up Venom and the Wolverine and Sabretooth pack. Um and then when we were talking later on and you wanted Black Panther and I'm like, well, yeah, I need more. So I got uh, Cyclops and Storm, the pack of those, and I got Ghost Rider as well. So they are all assembled and I actually started painting Venom today, which, you know, I'm, I'm okay with, I'm struggling a bit with, I'm not good with straight lines or, and the lines, it doesn't have the same sort of definition that, say, a GW model might have. So the the lines are harder to pick out. Um, That being said, I'm quite happy with the black. You know, do the contrast black and then a a incubide darkness uh, dry dry brush over the top and then a a grey, a dry brush again. So it looks quite good. It just means that when I'm trying to patch up the lines that I've done for his spider on his chest that... It's yeah. going to be awkward for me to try and get that sort of same colour. This is why I hate touching things up because it's always that <laughs> bit where it's not quite one colour. It's always three or four colours. Uh, I looked at it again before I came here and I'm actually reasonably happy with it. Um, 
but there's no way I can take a photo that will make it look good. So <laughs> wait and see on that. Have I not introduced you to the app? That you I used have that a all... long time ago. Yeah. Um, we'll go back to that. All right. Anyway. All right. We'll, we'll do Instagram magic or something with it to make it look. That's what I do decent. with all my photos. <laughs> uh, what else have I done? Um, Blood Bowl. So the Imperial Nobility yes. is the team that I'm going to go for next. I had undercoated them in the Gracia paint, and then I've gone and magnetized all the bases. Mm-hmm. So the one magnetized football that I've got will stick to the bases. Then decided that I was going to do a grey-pink uniform for them. Mm-hmm. So I've gone back and undercoated them all grey today. Okay. Or yesterday, and realized that I could probably have just slopped some grey contrast over, over the, top the top, and it had the same effect. The slopped is now my you know definition for how I'm going to paint. I feel like <laughs> it, it, when you start comparing paint to sunscreen, uh, <laughs> <laughs> probably same sort of levels of um, volume <laughs> for me, anyway. Um, but. Hobby-wise, oh, yeah, and I did uh, the Warcry board for myself today as well. Yeah, nice. So I just did a very basic red colour for that, uh, which was pretty easy, and it's done. But that's about as much hobby as I've done. I have played some games, though. Oh, I remember playing games. Have you played any games? I have not played any games. <laughs> I played nine games. I did forget about the KK, so I did paint that mm-hmm. in the fuck me in the absolute scramble. I didn't think it was getting done by Christmas. Yep. I I was very convinced it wasn't, um, and I don't know how, but seriously, in about four maybe five hours, I reckon I spent painting <laughs> that bastard thing. Um, so I got that done. Um, so I got out of that. It was super cool. So for for Mark, I ended up getting it, and I got him one of the new Infinity, um, the big stompy robot guys, the tags. It, it it's cool. It's like half wolf, half I don't know. It's got claws. Big and stompy robots. Yeah, it was fun, and I, I maintain the Infinity models are just really I don't know why, but they're really easy and quick to paint well. Um, or they look good. Even if you don't paint them well, they look good because I, I felt like I rushed this, but it... Maybe that's what I need to do. It was... They're good. Make my painting look good. The detail... <laughs> just, I don't know what it is, but the detail is really crisp. It's really... So it doesn't feel like you're putting in a lot of effort to get a really good result is all I'm saying. Um, it makes painting them very easy to do and kind of fun. So I did that for Mark. Um... The reason I'd left that to the last minute because not a fucking idiot, um, <laughs> but I had been. That's what you do for these things, though, isn't it, Chris Kringle? You're like yeah. you've got like. When did we organise oh, oh, it? Months. October. Reckon, yeah. Something like that. Literally the two days before I I, I rocked over to his place on Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. um, as he was assembling something in the yard for the kids. And yep. he, he's, he's great. Get a screwdriver. Uh, <laughs> no. I left him alone because it's you don't need more chefs in our kitchen. Um, but I got a blood bowl pitch, uh, not a pitch, but like the the box, the um, reserves boxes, mm-hmm. um, f- scratch built, which is super cool. But it's got so the the three the the reserves, the knockout, and the K- and the the dead box. Um, but it's also got a scoreboard, 
with all the little um, like score numbers magnetized, so you can change the score. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's super cool. So, um, yeah, I feel like I got one upped again just in the the effort stakes. Um, Your model was very, very. I mean, it's you, but it was really cool. I did see finished photos. Yeah, he was. Yeah, it was super fun to paint. But I'd spent. A bunch of time before that, where I should have been painting a Chris Kringle, painting an entry into the Games Workshop Golden Skull mm-hmm. comp that I ended up just fucking slapping on a base and, and putting me in because <laughs> I was done because I realized that I had... Your base had leaves on it, didn't it? Look, I'd spent a little bit more time. I spent a whole night <laughs> on the base. really slapping it on a base. I, I, spent, a whole, I spent a night on the base. Um, but... Like it was at was that stage green? where I was... It was green. It was not goblin. Um, because I'm not that bad a person. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I sort of... I got to the stage where I realized that if I spend any more time... And there was plenty of things that I'm like, I should do this and I should do that and I should freehand this. And But if I do any of those things, I'm not going to get this painted at all, even mm. close. So I had to just draw a line in the sand and enter and just put him in. And, and be done with life. Um, and then get on to the Chris Kringle thing and then had Jared one-up me anyway. <laughs> and I was literally messaging Mark like the day before, just going, so everyone's got their presents, so you know where who's getting who. And I'm just, I'm not quite sure whether I'm going to get it to you. <laughs> I'm working on it. Um, but he was super cool about it. And then the only other thing that I will mention that I did and regretted was watch Shazam. Um I thought, you know what, it's it's a departure from the whole DC universe in that it's that, you know, are they going to be able to pull off a Thor Ragnarok style movie? Turns out, no, they no. could not. And I'm never getting that time back. It, I didn't mind it. It's the equivalent of Spy Kids. I haven't seen Spy Kids, but, but I you get see what I'm you going mean. Where, yes. where it is Shark Boy and Lava Girl, so yep. movie, yeah. Um, yeah. Look, it, it wasn't the worst thing in the world. But I could have watched anything else. <laughs> you could have watched June from 2000. Oh, I, I win. <laughs> um, no, no, I'm okay with my life decisions now. Yeah, anyway, you played games. Let's go back to that. Um, so I actually had, yeah, so a couple of days after Christmas, I had a couple of things lined up, which worked out well. Uh, so I met up with Jack and we finally got in the game, last game of season three for Blood Bowl. Finally, this was the playoff for third place between Ogres and Underworlds. So two teams that should not have gotten to the playoff for third, got to the playoff for third. I was literally having this conversation with Jack at the start of the season going, play Ogres, but you know what? You know what this is. And then when you look at the top four places and you've got Ogres, Underworlds and Vampires. Yes. I yeah. felt a little bit bad for that season. Um, <laughs> it was it was an interesting season. It definitely wasn't what I expected it to be. Um, what I did expect it to be was kind of a summary of my first turn for the game in which I thought, well, I've got my star player with his ball and chain. Let's get into some ogres and knock the first one down. I'm like, yep, cool. Everything's going sweet. Let's go for the second. Um didn't plan it well and all of a sudden his ogre had a good couple of assists and it turned into a one dice block that second dice 
which was both down, and that was my ball and chain off for the rest of the game. Just KO'd, but that's but, enough with yeah. the secret weapon. Um, so that's what I expected the rest of the game to go, but uh, it started to turn around. I ended up scoring in turn... He kicked me. I, t- I scored in turn seven just by running the thrower around, basically, and trying to avoid the big pylon punch-up in the middle. Um, and then he attempted to throw a snotling and in his turn eight. I had as many people back on the end line as I possibly could. Uh, not that it really makes a difference with some snotlings, but because they kind of avoid... You're kind of hoping that he yeah, throws it into one, to be honest. Pretty much. Um, but the snotling failed to go for it, trying to get to the ogre in the first place. So that was the end of the half. And then it just all went downhill for Jack after that. So he did roll... Um, bonehead quite a few times in the end not for the first couple of turns but after that he was rolling bonehead and he was using re-rolls and rolling bonehead again he did that twice Uh, and yeah I kicked to him and it turned into a bit of a bloodbath in the middle of the pitch I could finally when I first played Jack it was game one of season three Mm mm-hmm and I could not get through armor five on the snotling at all. I do remember that it was it was kind of glorious. I started getting through armor five and injured yep. six snotlings. Yeah, one of them I killed, and then actually injured an ogre as well. Um, and then yeah, just managed to tie him up in the middle of the field long enough to just run the game out. Yeah, so that was a one nil win to me. So Underworld came third. Oddly. Yeah, so a whole bunch of goblins and and Skaven. Yeah. Um, I just... It shouldn't have happened. It's glorious. Have happened, I love, love this whole... <laughs> not, not that you shouldn't have beat the Ogres, because I feel like that wasn't anyone's game. Um, it was. Like, the dice, which way the dice went was you know, where that game was going. But And uh, you know, I have to give credit where it's due, because, I mean... When things go bad with some of those, you know, kind of more novelty teams, they go bad really badly. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jack was just the right kind of player that just rolled with it oh, and yeah. loved it. And Didn't bat an eyelid. No. Yeah. He was happy happy enough to be fourth, I think. Like, yeah. just, uh, same, same for me. It was very much a game of let's see what happens mm-hmm. and you know, whatever happens, we're going to have fun. <laughs> so that was good. Uh, and then the night after that, my brother came around and we gave Battlestar a go. So one of the, the top games that we went through the other week um, of games that I wanted to play, I finally got a very simple game of B- Battlestar in. Mm-hmm. So we just used the basic rules. Um, but I, I believe I talked to you about how scared I was of the rules because it looked very complicated basic rules went which was great i picked it up really quickly and um it's really interesting mechanic in that basically if you're in range you're shooting Mm -hmm. right and we were just playing a base game so two dice you needed a six in total uh to hit and the further away they were you might get a negative one or if they were really close you might get a plus one so you're hitting quite often and then the damage is all random. So your Viper uh, spaceships have like a hull of 14. So mm-hmm. once they hit 14 damage, they're gone. Uh, the Cylons had 15, so it was a little bit more to me. 
but the ra- you when you get hit, you take a random token, and we just put them in the bag so we couldn't see them. And that token will have a damage value of anywhere from naught to six. Yep. And they will occasionally have pluses on them. So if you get a plus one, then you take that damage and you draw another one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the damage is all hidden. So you don't know how much damage you're doing to the... Oh, that's glorious. Which I loved, um, especially because, you know, he hit my one of my Cylons pretty quickly and I ended up having, I think I had like five tokens on there and had taken six damage all up. Um, and then he just seemed to which I found out pretty quickly, he seemed to be drawing the bigger numbers. So um, after about five or six hits, the first Viper went down, and then soon after that, the second Viper went down. So it was a good game. And we had a quick look at the extended rules and adds a lot, definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, that where it starts adding the verticality. Verticality's in there, faster than a light, so you can pretty much pick your model up and put it anywhere on the board. Um, there is kinetic energy. There is also, you can stick asteroids and stuff on the field. And yep. if you're hitting an asteroid, then you're taking like, feels like 12 yeah, damage. Feels basically. like bad times. Yeah. yeah. It's not, not fun. Um, and the, the base, the simple rules too, were if two spaceships would basically overlap each other mm-hmm. after the move, then you just move the faster one just outside and both can't shoot because they're too busy trying to avoid each other. So I think in the extended rules, they actually might hit. Uh, but it was really interesting because we, we played on a decent, like a, I think it was a three by three board. And you are basically choosing like one little uh, perfect for podcasting where I'm holding up my hand trying to represent how big these cards are. But one card, not very big, and that's what you move. Depending on your speed, each one has like a one, two, or three, and you choose, okay, well, I'm going to go three this time, which means you might move the whole of that card. But if you're moving a two, you might be moving half of it. So you're not moving an awful lot. But you, we got into combat pretty quickly. So it was was good. Good fun. Yeah. Glad to get a game in. Definitely something I'll give another go. Yeah. So. And I don't know. I feel like I mentioned in the last one that it reminds me very much. I've played a couple of games of Wings of War mm-hmm. and Wings of Glory, which is, it sounds like very much the same mechanic, mm-hmm. but different setting. World War II setting yep. kind of deal. Um, and that concept of, yeah, you you set out the, the cards from your hand to work out where your ship is going to move to or where your plane is going to move to. And then if you're in range of shooting, period. Um, there's just some really clean things and the damage thing was the thing I'd forgotten about until you mentioned it. Oh, it's but the it's same, that, is it? It's the same where yep. you, you draw your damage card and, it, and I think in that one it could be, you know, you, you, you blow a wing off or you blow mm-hmm. a tail off and that kind of stuff. But yeah, you take that accumulative damage and then occasionally there's just a kaboom. Yeah. Um, there are some pictures on those damage things which like might mean that your pilot's hit and, and injured and all that sort of yeah. stuff. So, so again, I've only ever played the, the very basic rules for that as well and I think it has the same mm-hmm. other thing or similar things that you can do. So it, Plagiarism at its best. Oh, but realistically, if the core rule set is good mm-hmm. and the core rule set is good, um, add IP and, and you're profit. off to a winner. Yeah, so I, I can't see it being a bad thing at all. No. Happy days. And it's Battlestar. It's Battlestar. 
As I mentioned, I like Battlestar. I I got the hint. I, I wasn't sure. But my, anyway. my assistant manager at work has started watching it. And I'm so tempted just to start watching it again. I know I only finished it a couple of months ago. I was going to say, didn't you just like? Didn't you finish that before you rocked around here? Oh, she's anyway. making she's making me very tempted because she's messaging me things. I was going, oh, this just happened, you know. And I'm messaging back, going, oh, just wait till that person dies next episode. Um, <laughs> so I'm just being a dick about it, but um, just yeah, it it's really yeah. gotten me excited again and I have to try and resist. Although last year when I did watch it, I did get a lot of painting done while I did it. Look, so there maybe is, it's not a bad thing. There is worse things. I, I, there are definitely worse things in the world. I could that be watching said, June from 2000 again. Yeah, but let's talk about other things that you could be doing the entire 90s series of the X-Men cartoon. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. There are, yeah, there are other options. You're right. That is an incredible not theme song too. Can we just reflect on that for a minute? But anyway, um, yeah, let's just talk about things you could watch. Did I hear someone in the Hobby Homies Discord say that they were rewatching all of the Power Rangers series chronologically the other oh, day? Did you? Oh dear, that'd be a bit, wouldn't it? Um, I've never, never a Power Rangers person, but. They did a lot of those, didn't they? I feel like there's a lot. I found out the other day that like when you were around or someone was around, I don't know if it was you or if it was maybe my... Uh, maybe it might have been my brother, actually, when we were playing Battlestar. But the Discord was just going off, mm-hmm. off, off, off. And I'm like, I'm busy. Let's yeah, guys, just... I can't play it. This is cruel. Um, so I turned off notifications and then forgot about it. And yeah. only realised yesterday, <laughs> like, hmm, Discord's been quiet for a couple of days. I wouldn't have thought that over New Year's. Yeah, no, I hadn't have been. <laughs> anyway, um, shall we take a quick break? Let's do that. Let's take a deep break. I need another beverage, and then we'll, we'll talk about something else. Something. that we have returned Hurrah. so seeing as the last couple of days have been fairly full with non-hobby stuff going on new year's birthdays so what i'm hearing is the last few days were badly prioritized yeah, yeah let's say it that way um we haven't played anything, so... Well, not together. I've played stuff. All right, sure. Yeah, I just thought I'd reiterate yeah, that, right. but... Uh, yeah, I've got, got a wonderful copy of Hungry Hungry Turtles <laughs> standing there walking at me. Um, Have you played it? I haven't yet played it. It's, it's pretty fun. 
I, I expect it to play very similar to Hungry Hungry Hippos, similar to the uh, Wings of Glory Battlestar kind of thing. <laughs> it's just a slightly different the, IP. Whack the turtle IP onto it. Um, anyway, considering we haven't played anything, uh, we thought we'd just have a, a bit of a chat about 2020, what... Uh, for want of a better term, achievements have been. This will be short. Um, and what we're we're hoping for 2021. Um, do you want to go first or shall I? I look, I can give it a shot and we'll see. <laughs> we'll see where we ended up. Um, 2020, I'm trying to think of if what happened in that year in particular. And I suppose there were probably... It's pretty uneventful, the year as a whole. Well, Let's I just... mean... There was a good six months of doing fuck all. Um, so, realistically, we're behind the eight ball there anyway. But, I mean, I suppose, you know, step one, you've got to put in the, the starting podcast. Has, has got to be, I suppose, that's a thing that we did. <laughs> Just thinking here because I, as usual, I'm the one with notes. Yeah. And I didn't even think of that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I mean, we wouldn't be here if we hadn't started, I suppose. Well, maybe we would be here, maybe we, would be here, We'd be but here. we wouldn't be doing the same thing that we are doing. Um, so, we'll, we'll chalk that up and I'll let you decide whether that's an achievement <laughs> or not. Um, but that is definitely something that's happened and I feel like that is something that has interestingly changed my hobby time schedule thing. Um, definitely. And uh, which and was I, kind of what what we wanted, absolutely. Um, and I suppose the interesting piece for that, or the thing that I've come to realise has changed. I mean, firstly, it's just it's pushing me to do more, which is good because mm-hmm. otherwise I have to sit here and go, oh, "I didn't do anything," um, which doesn't a make for a very interesting podcast, um, and b you're defeat. implying that we are an interesting podcast well, from that comment. No, I'm just saying that it would be a, not an interesting podcast if that's what we said. I'm not saying what we do say isn't interesting okay, either. you're just saying that we don't say it. No. Gotcha. Okay, just, I'm with you. Yeah. Move on. We also don't talk about, I don't know, um, reverse engineering. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, negative gearing, that's the word I was looking for. But anyway, um, <laughs> but uh, reverse engineering, same difference. Um Anywho, the probably the biggest thing, apart from just a pushing me to get more stuff done, so I've done stuff, so I can say that I've done stuff. Um, the concept, the the entire concept of the podcast of playing a different game and talking about it, has meant historically, and not necessarily in recent history, but I have always had a main game, like a, 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 the one that I've always fallen back to, whether that's Warhammer Fantasy, whether that's Malifaux, um, whether that's Blood Bowl. It's kind of the one that I'm playing. And then if I play something else, it's on the side. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes it changes. So sometimes I was playing, but I always found that for any period of time, I had a primary game and that was the game that I would go and I would play week in, week out with, you know, you'd learn the intricacies of, you'd get deep into, you'd have a very similar sort of group of friends that are all into the same game. And then if you shifted and we bounced between, for example, uh, Malifaux and Warhammer, one would be the primary game at any given time. Mm-hmm. And that would normally depend on what tournament was coming up. So that also then shaped what I was painting. It what shaped, you know, all the games I was playing. But it meant that there was this constant. And the it's been a real head shift to go, 
Because the problem, right, is we play this game and we go and play, we play, I don't know, a game of Malifaux, we play a game of any of the games that we've talked, Warcry, and I'm like, I want to play more of this, but I have to play something different <laughs> so in the next couple of weeks. So we're shooting ourselves in the foot. Absolutely, because I keep getting excited about all these games and going, but I have to do a different game. Um, so I think it has been really, really good in that it's just forced me to expand mm. Horizons and look at other games and potentially games that I wouldn't have considered playing on my own necessarily, but going, well, I need to, I, we're going to run out of games if we don't start playing other stuff. So, um, we have, have been doing this for just shy of six months. Yeah. And I do believe that there's going to be a point very soon where we go, well, let's just, go back to something else, <laughs> you know, play something that we have played and revisit. Um, and not that there'll be anything wrong with that, but um, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah, it, it, it's felt, it, it's, it's been good in that it, it's forced me to kind of just try new things and expand. And I feel like at the moment we're in this really kind of good time in the hobby where there isn't just one or two games, but there are so many good games out there. Um the other half of the problem there is how much time do you need to invest in them to actually really get the goodness? Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, there are games that are pretty easy to pick up and pretty easy, you know, easy to, to just pick up and play. And we probably didn't get too much wrong the first couple of times we played. And then there are games that we got probably everything wrong the first time or two we played or we would. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we've we've come from a, an area where we've kind of known the complex games that we've played and yep. the, the other games have been relatively easier. And I feel like there's uh, going to be a stage where that's not working and either we're going to have to find a ring in to run us through and almost do demo games of stuff. Yep. And I feel like that would be a, a, a pretty good way to keep us on topic and somewhat informed because mm-hmm. we're not just, you know, you can only spend so much time watching how to fucking play games on YouTube. That's true. Um, and I, I feel like you don't get a lot of it. Whereas if you have someone going, oh, here's the basics, here's how it works. And almost the same as when we're teaching someone like blah, blah, when you start going, all right, here are all the things you could do and here's why you might do them. Yep. Um, just to give a little bit more insight into some of the depth and the tactics and all that kind of stuff that comes with a game or comes with experience playing a game. Um, I think that will be a, an interesting piece. Um, but it's just been such a head shift to go from, I play this game. Um, and especially like, I feel like where Geelong is one of those places where I play 40 K, um, it's, it's almost that town. Um, so to start going oh, and this game and that game and this game and that game, um, is a head shift culturally just because of the location and where we are too. Um, because everybody plays the game, um, that we haven't actually covered and I don't really meh <laughs> if we do or we don't. Um, so, I mean, that, that's probably been the, the big big change for me. I think the, the other half of it is a real realisation that I do not have the time, energy or motivation to go balls deep in games the way I used to. Um, in, the, in the same way that I went to Warhammer Fantasy and I was running 100-player events and, um, you know spending all my waking hobby hours doing the one thing and it was building the next army for the next year. Um, 
and reading the rules and researching and plotting and planning and yeah and, and Malifaux the same deal staying up to date with who's who and what's who's playing what and what's the next combo that's working mm-hmm. and that kind of meta game that that evolves as well um and they had a pretty aggressive release schedule that change every time they'd release new models you'd have to kind of work out what do they work with what don't they work with how does it change the game um and and it became really hard to keep up with when you were balls deep like i just don't have an option now it's not going to happen um but I've, i've hit that realization and it so i i think it changes the games that i am attracted to because as much as i love Malifaux, and I'll use that as the example, I do not have the time, energy, or inclination to learn the game to the same depth. I'm happy to go in and play casually every once in a while and win, lose, draw, don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, and not that I cared if I won or lost before, but I feel like I had a greater investment in the result of the game because I should know better. I do not. I do not pretend to. It doesn't bother me at all. And I'm not trying to keep up, which is which is actually kind of refreshing. Equally, and I had her on the, the more hobby side of things. Um, there, look, I feel like I've got more stuff painted this year for different games and for different stuff mm-hmm. than I have before. I've also, this is really the first year where I've seriously painted stuff for the sake of just painting it. And having it in the cupboard, like, oh, it might have been a little bit last year, but it's kind of been a, a shift. Okay. But um, that does surprise me, seeing, knowing what you have painted and how well you paint. You know, I know that you, you've built your Warhammer armies and your Malifaux crews and done them, you know, full designs and, and modifications or whatever, but um, knowing... Knowing what I know about those, it seems surprising that this is more different stuff for you this year. It, it, it really has has been a shift in focus, and it's been partially because I know I'm not going to play the games, right? Mm-hmm. I don't have the time to play the games. What I do have, or what I found, um, you know, even when when Charlie was younger, is that I don't have time. I can't dedicate three, four hours to going out, playing a game, coming home, and, and all that. I do get maybe a couple of hours a night mm-hmm. and I can just sit down and do something. And that's kind of where the shift came in going, well, I could paint things to play games that I'm probably not going to play or I can just paint stuff and try and work on that. So it's only been the last sort of maybe year and a half where that's really been sort of a shift in focus. And I've been kind of doing a little bit more of that than I ever have before because previously it had been I'm painting stuff for for tournaments, I'm mm. painting stuff for for games that I'm specifically playing, and I was a hundred percent trying to compete for the the you know best painted army style awards yeah. and all that kind of stuff. But painting an army, or painting a, a crew, or painting a group of models for a game, and painting something for display, I've learned are worlds apart. Still to the point where I, I'm not sure that I have the the patience. And the focus and to to actually paint something to display to to the nth degree level um, but it's been a, a really interesting kind of shift and it, it was a conversation I was having with um, Meg I was trying to organize some time for her to come around and just do like a private coaching paint session yep. at some stage 
And she was like, well, what do you want to improve on? I'm like, well, I can think of thousands of things. Um, But it's really hard to get criticism and and some honest advice about, you know, what I need to work on. So let's start that as a baseline. She's like, well, where do you want to, where do you want to end up? Where are you headed? And I'm still sitting in this place where it's half getting stuff done to play games. Mm -hmm. That's a a big, because it's so much nicer if we can play a game and the models are at least partially done or done to to a, a basic level. Um, compared to if it was just, you know, grey plastic or assembled or whatever. Um, but equally, I want to keep developing that, you know, display level-ish painting. Um, and she was very much, all oh, you kind of have to, if you want to go balls deep display, you have to go balls deep display. You almost have to forget game level mm-hmm. painting. Um, because, and she's right in that I found myself going... Jumping between improving, 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 getting distracted by something else and kind of losing the momentum and losing yep. all that stuff where you just get some paint on some stuff, but you're not actually improving. Like, yes, that's time painting. And technically that is time therefore practicing what you're trying to improve on. But if you're not focused or you're not actually dedicating that time to improving on something and working on something, if you're just putting paint on model, it's cathartic, it's relaxing, it's all those stuff, but it's not actually getting you further down that road. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I can see that. And I can see that, I mean, that's very much where I am. You know, my painting style is very much get paint on a model so I can yeah. play with something other than grey. And it's so, so I'm stuck in this place where I kind of want to, I still want to play both sides of the mm-hmm. Both sides of the fence there. I want to play a bat, on a bat for both teams. Um, and I'm not sure how I'm going to juggle that, but um, I, I think there is kind of this, you know, it, it's going to be for me developing a tool set that I can just get stuff done that I'm happy with um, and working out how to structure time between doing that and improving Yep. You know, painting and, and all that kind of stuff. So I think I've got a backlog now of stuff that I want to paint properly that isn't for games, like they're just random models and things that I want to do. The like busts. The cozy bust that showed up um, or that Kay got me for, for my birthday, I pulled it out of the box and I didn't realise how big it is and now I'm terrified. So we'll see how that plays out. I pulled it out. And I'm like, oh, this is. I've been hanging out to see this model. I hadn't seen it in the flesh anywhere. Yep. Um, and I pulled it out of the box, and it was like, oh, that's that's a little bit larger than I expected. Um, <laughs> oh shit. Uh, ooh. Um, so I'll work up to that. So that's that's going to have to be the thing that I actually nail this year. Yeah. Um, I feel like that there's a an elf female elf bust that I did that's probably the the best thing that I've painted to date period mm-hmm. um, that that's kind of sitting up there and I, this is the that one that was last year wasn't it yeah yep. and I, this is kind of the one that I want to take that spot mm-hmm. um, so we'll see how that plays out um, so I think that's kind of what 2020 and the podcast and everything has, has kind of taken me um, the only other thing like Mildly terrified about the a, the impending second parenthood. Um, that is a thing. But, mm-hmm. I mean, as far as this is, what's that going to mean to to game time, to hobby time, to all that stuff? Like how... I can't even remember, you know, three yep. years ago when we did that. And 
So I have no idea. I, I feel like there was like a six month period there where I did I ceased to exist outside the, the realm of time and space. So we'll be very curious to see how that plays out. But I also feel like we're hopefully a little bit more practiced and a little bit better at it this time. But yeah. we'll see. You'll get it back. You'll get it back. And to be quite honest, with the second kid, you're like, whatever, whatever works. Yeah. You're not as anal as you are with the first. So Yeah. So And they look, still turn out okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm a lot less concerned about the prospect of having a newborn than I was the first time around. I am infinitely more concerned about the prospect of having a newborn with a toddler to manage. Um, but that's that's probably, hopefully, a daytime problem. Yeah. Yeah. You can put in bed. A little bit of vodka on the... Uh... <laughs> oh, you've only been doing a little bit. <laughs> like, here's, here's your nighttime bottle. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It is what it is. You'll yeah. get through it. Look, it'll yeah. happen. It'll be good. I'm just not sure what... what time will allow and what my stress levels will look like um you know in amongst working contract so you know trying to limit time off and all that jazz while working from home with two kids and anyway um that will be fun but i feel like you know i'm keen to a revisit some of the games that we've touched on that we've Mm -hmm. been super excited about and have been able to play again we still need a war cry campaign um i think that's something that can potentially be done this year and this is I'm probably skipping ahead a bit I'm too because like I want to talk about you know what we what we plan for next year um oh shut up then Keep but it. you know war cry campaigns um blood bowl season four these, these are things that you know if we are recording mm-hmm. um depending on your schedule my schedule's also, open my kids I look, don't know I will be awake at night times yeah that's true which is when we've been doing these anyway. So, um, but yeah, we'll have, you know, if we're doing campaigns and we are doing season four of Blood Bowl, we're going to have updates. Um, Completely. So. So, it, as I said, as far as the, the current format goes, it'll be curious to see how well we can keep that up. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some definite ones that I would love to get done sooner rather than later. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, we'll see how it plays out. But that's, I see, that's, that's kind of... 2020 for me mm-hmm. it's been limited game wise but it's been a big shift in in what my gaming looks like yeah um and a real you know casualization <laughs> of my gaming like, which yeah which is not a bad thing i mean i i'm very happy with with the way that 2020 panned out on a worldwide level i'm quite happy with the amount of games the, the fact that we were getting games absolutely in, um and you know a variety of games so you know i never really expected to be playing as much you know things like the funko game you know just, yeah. just random stuff um so the game getting games in has been good um i coming third in blood bowl that was a, an unexpected unexpected achievement but i'm glad we could finish that season off but for me the big thing for 2020 has been just the hobby you know getting hobby done and that is thanks to to us getting together and talking about it and the once or twice that i've said on this podcast or maybe it's more than it's probably more than that just going haven't done anything haven't really done anything haven't really paid anything um it's been a lot better 
this year. Like I've for the last couple of years, I've counted how many models I've painted each year, just trying to get some sort of idea and try and improve. Um, 2018, I painted 39 models. 2019, I painted 50. Last year, I painted 86. So it's not you know a lot by other people's stretches, but uh, for me, it's it's a hell of an improvement from the previous year. Um, and some of those that I've painted, I've been really happy with. So uh, the Wormspat crew that mm-hmm. I did, really, really happy with those. Uh, there was um, getting Legion done. Like I managed to do, what, 30-odd Stormtroopers um, relatively quickly. That's a lot of white. Uh, and Misery, the pink teddy. I'm really, yeah, yeah. really, really happy with how she turned out. So uh, I think sometimes I think I'm improving. Sometimes I think I'm going backwards. Uh, contrast has, has done a bit of that for me. So sometimes I managed to get contrast working really well and with minimum effort. So I did a Bosque model in a night, which mm-hmm. I'm still really happy with. And then sometimes I stick contrast on a model and go, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, so I'm still learning that way, but absolutely. But I mean, you know, stack up what you, not just the numbers, but what you painted mm-hmm. this year to compared to last year, compared to the year before. I mean, I think that a speaks for itself. Um, a bit of variety last year too. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I mean, that's the other thing. It's not like you're painting 86 of one model for one army, so you're yes. getting really good at painting red. It's such a a different, you know. Every week, they're different things, right? Yes. <laughs> um, so, I mean, that that's the other half of it. But, and I think contrast is one of those, it's like everything, right? It's a new tool. So, you pick it up and you go, oh, this is great. It worked really well in this instance. And it's going to take more and more using it to go to sort of reduce those times where it doesn't work. Yep. And you would hope um, that over that time, there's just less of those misses and more and more of the hits. Um that's the aim. Whether that is happening at the moment, I'm not, I'm sort of fifty fifty with. So, I mean, I think I I put some contrast on a model recently and was just like, why isn't this working? <laughs> it worked last time. Why doesn't it work this time? Uh, which is why I'm a bit hesitant. I really want to get um, so Mordheim. Mm-hmm. I want to, I've got two more mm-hmm. rats for the crew. I want to get them done. I painted the last models up really quickly in a couple of days with contrast paint. They look amazing. I'm so happy with them. That red ogre is like one of the coolest things I've done for a while. Terrified of doing the other two models because I can't remember exact. I know know the colors, but I know what contrast has been like for me and I'm terrified of them turning out shit. (laughs) So um, we'll get to that when we get to that. So, but yeah, no, overly, overall, fairly happy, hobby-wise, 2020. Um, Absolutely. On a personal level, you know, I've managed to work all the way through COVID, which is, you know, not all of us can say that, so I'm no. pretty thankful for that. And, you know, all the bills are paid. I've got a job. Yeah. Family's healthy. It's an achievement, but it's, yeah. it's something to be thankful for. It is terrifyingly an achievement but I feel like and similar situation like I'm working in a contract position that could be over tomorrow mm-hmm. um, but feel relatively untouched 
mm-hmm. by, I mean, sure, it's changed the way that, oh, well, you know, I'm doing a lot of, we're doing working from home at the moment, so I'm logging in to, to the PC from here and, and doing all that kind of stuff. But in the grand scheme of things, yes, it's changed the way that I'm working, but I'm still working all the way through. Yep. Um, so it is, yeah, it's been for such a year that it's been such a change and, and such, uh, you know, a negative experience to so many people. It's kind of been lucky to be one of the few that has been touch wood, um, yeah, left alone. Absolutely. I mean, you know, working as a casual again, like you on the contract, it's pretty pretty terrifying because, I mean, there's no real job security in in being a casual at anything. But at the same time, there's no job security in being full time either because previous job I was the expert let's say in a field for eight years and all of a sudden that was over so um yeah look 2020 is what it was uh 2021 was shaping up to be a bit better hopefully but yeah let's see what yeah, this look, outbreak see. does look i feel like it was always we we're always going to take yeah. two steps forward hopefully it's just one back um and it continues in that. The only other thing I'd forgotten about for 2020 that I definitely wanted to comment on um, is the hobby challenge. Yes. Um, as far as things that we kind of threw out into the blue and didn't expect a lot of take up or anything to come of um, to get the, the level of entrance. And I know we bang on about it plenty. Or we did at least when we were running those episodes mm-hmm. when it was on. Um, that has to, as far as, you know, achievements for the podcast and, and, and stuff like apart from just the fact that sometimes people listen to it um to actually have people get involved and motivated and enter stuff in the the hobby challenge that we ran um was it was super motivating it was it was one of those things that really you know it, it made us take it a little bit more seriously i think mm-hmm. um and made us you know lift our games a little bit as well to get some stuff done for that so um, I definitely have to put that on the, the list of highlights for, for the last year. Yeah. We'll have to do something again. Look, this pod- podcast has been fun. Like We don't claim to be any good at it. We get to play games We're and then we get to give opinions. Uh, Fucking what's not to like? Well, yeah. But the the amount of people that got involved in the con- in the competition and even just the amount of people that have been downloading, I don't know if download equals listens, you know, but... I'm assuming so. <laughs> Let's just assume. Um, far exceeds what I ever expected from this. Yeah. I expected maybe a handful of people listening to an episode and then switching off. Um, but to get like triple figures is yep. is way more than I ever expected for, you know, triple figures for a single episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd be lucky to hit a dozen if I contacted all the people I knew. <laughs> um, Especially if I only called the people I liked. Anyway. Well, yeah, um, that's true. Um, so that's, yeah, anyway, 2020 done. What are you, besides the painting, obviously, what are you hoping for for 2021 on look, a hobby level at least? On, on a hobby level, I feel like a couple of things. And there's a couple of, well, as a, firstly, pending baby, fuck, just survive. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> And hopefully keep a little bit of hobby and just stuff kicking along while that's that's all happening. But that that will level out and and we'll live. Um, the painting stuff will be that balance between how do I start, you know, just getting shit done and improving when I want to, and how do I balance those two things amongst themselves. But gaming, 
there's a bunch of stuff that I want to go back and revisit and do more of. So, mm-hmm. I, yeah, we talked about Warcry campaigns. I absolutely need to do a Warcry campaign. Um, more time, same deal. Yep. Absolutely need to pump that and, and get a few more people involved and do that. Um, I think, you know, Blood Bowl, season of that, mm-hmm. getting that happening again and getting some, you know, in the new rule set, new skills. So I feel like there's a few, what I'd like to kind of explore a little bit more this year that I didn't get a chance to in 2020 is the progression of games um, yep. and what happens when you start getting multiple in, especially those games that have a, a campaign or narrative style event. Um, you know, talking to a couple of guys that were playing a Necromunda campaign out West um, okay. and same deal. Like it, no one's taking it seriously there, but it's just, it's happening. It, and it's the cinematic kind of memorable events that happen because your leader got his leg blown off. It's that kind of stuff. Yeah. So There's flashbacks of the, the Xbox game where everyone in my team seems to lose arms. <laughs> I love it. Um, sorry, you just replace them with hooks. It'll be fine. Um, so I feel like... got this little bone sticking out. It's... <laughs> like, the image just won't go away. It's the image that keeps on giving. Um, so, yeah, I think... You know, it would be nice for that to be the year of the campaign um, and to see what happens with a lot of these games when you do break out from just doing single games mm-hmm. and doing more. Um, beyond that, there's still a world of games that we, we need to touch on and, and play and try and, and chat about. So it's how we balance those two things. Um, if I can get some more stuff on the table for games, paint a couple of things that I'm actually really happy with the result of. As I said, the the, the crowning jewel for me would be to get this cozy piece at a higher level than the elf bus that I've got sitting in the cabinet kind of taking pole position at the moment. That would be an absolute win. Um, and then I think there's enough of these games that the actual gameplay doesn't take too long. And the good thing about all these campaign and progression type games is there's stuff to do in between playing mm-hmm. and the stuff to think about and it just keeps you invested it's not like you're you're just coming up with the new best list to yep. to play the same game it's you know there's actually sort of a narrative kind of thing going on so that would be the other thing i'd be kind of super keen to explore and i think it'd be interesting to you know hopefully interesting podcast level um but you know to talk on the cast about what happened over the course of a number of games where there was a campaign or a narrative or something happening rather than just here's one game and we've played that and we've ditched it and we're on to the next one yeah. um because that's where a lot of these games shine i think that's probably probably a good thing for us to to remember and something to to maybe not change but like a different point of view to take for as far as the podcast is going this year is you know have episodes where we're doing updates to campaigns and we can still do you know new games there's a few on my list that i still really want to play i mean marvel's up there um after Battlestar, i wouldn't mind playing x-wing again i played that mm-hmm. for a long time i've played that for years uh, star wars legion and i thought the other day um there's an old fantasy flight uh board game called chaos in the old world i yes i'm familiar with which i love the look of and 
own and have the expansion <laughs> and have never played. So um, yep. things like that. I mean, there's there's games there that, that I want to play this year that I either haven't played or haven't played for a long time. Yep. But there's Blood Bowl Season 4. You know, I'm Blood expecting, Bowl Season 4. You know, shy of lockdowns happening again for extended times, I'm expecting Season 5 to be done and dusted by the end of this year. I would Potentially so. even started on Season I'm, 6. Well, I'm expecting 4, honestly, to be pretty quick. Dirty. Four will be quick. It's um, nice, nice, easy six-player season. Get in and done. Yep. Um, the other thing that would be fun to play because we haven't had a chance to really do it at all this year is multiplayer games. Oh yeah. Um, that's the other thing that mm-hmm. we haven't been able to really touch, and whether that's you know the, the games that we we currently play now, you know whether we bust out some dungeon bowl. Um, Don't or, we need to know people to do that? We need to know of people or of, be willing okay. to pay. Right. Um, I hear that there are people that you can exchange money for time. <laughs> money and, can oh, be exchanged for goods and services. Yeah, you see my point. Explain how. Um, so, but even, you know, we start talking board games and stuff. There's oh, how many games are, are better than with three, four people yep. than two. Um, so trying a few of those out would be fun as well. Yeah, absolutely. One thing I did have on my list too which is kind of a random thought, is with Blood Bowl this year, I want to use some of those special cards. I have been ignoring those all this time. I, yes. I don't think I've ever chosen one as an inducement, no. and I really want to. I don't know why. But that's that's a goal, is to get a team to a point where I get inducements. Well, uh, and then <laughs> try the cards out. Oh, you're playing the nobility. That's going to be challenging. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm just... Won't and look, I feel like <laughs> season four isn't isn't going to be the season that I do this, right? No. Um, but I've played, look, and not super serious teams, but the Necromantic, um, Kislev, Corn, Chaos Dwarves, the, the teams I've been playing have seemed to be getting progressively better. Mm-hmm. High Elves now, because I have to. Yep. So that's just not an option. So you've, um, you've won season four, so let's you know, move on to season five. We'll see. We'll see <laughs> how this plays out. But I feel like what I need to do is, yeah, flip flip that and play, you know, snotlings, halflings, mm. goblins. Yep. Um, and do something fucking wacky. I'm thinking snots could be the, the oh, way to go. Season five. That could be my be season five. Yeah. Um, we could run the snots and, um, yeah, just do some actually try some wacky shit and you know try the you know random level up yep. type deals mm-hmm. and just yeah, go silly with it and see what happens balls deep in the randomness of blood bowl it's team to do it <laughs> i love it um well that's probably about it for me Yeah, no, I think that's about it. <laughs> I was trying to think of, of where else we're going. Um, I was like, what's going on? No, I don't even know what's happening with, you know, phase two of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Pattinson's like Batman, and that's weird. Um, that's right, because Batflex's back and Michael Keaton's back. So we've got three Batmans this year, this apparently. Is, this is, yeah. More than Exciting times. Anyway. Um, Thank you for listening to us ramble on for 16 episodes now. Uh, it's 
more than I thought. And like I said, you know, we've had more people download and listen than I ever expected. So thank you to all of you. If you guys have hobby goals for next year or this year, sorry, it's still it's the second. I'm, I'm still getting confused. I'll yeah, get confused for another six months. Yeah. Um, let us know. We have a Facebook page. I have successfully deleted Facebook, so I won't see it, but Chase will. You might get messages, though. I don't know how that works. I get messages. So yeah, there you I've, go. I've still got messages. Um, but so. that's right. I'll keep an eye on the Facebook page. Um, but yeah. Insta. You can email us if you really want. Um, whatever. Just You can contact us. Should you wish to, you could contact us. Yeah. Um, and yeah, super keen to hear what, A, your hobby goals are. Um, if there's stuff we should be talking about that we aren't talking about or we should talk more about and uh, almost more importantly if you are in the Geelong area and you have a game of choice and you feel like showing people we're up for it we are somebody that should be shown yes um, I feel like yeah that's going to be a thing um, hopefully we can we can tee up a little bit more of this year because A things will be open mm-hmm. and people will be allowed to be around but um, yeah we'd be keen to touch wood more of that yeah. um, and can you stop touching me there um, <laughs> anyway so um, yeah I, I think this is you know definitely something we can do so a little bit more of and actually get some some people to run us through different games um, I may have already have a couple in the works excellent that's what I like to hear and we'll see what happens from you're there you're doing the work yeah. I'm sitting back on my ass just doing nothing this is this is good it's good news <laughs> It's like being back at a real job. <laughs> <laughs> Just carry me, Jase. Um, yeah. Fuck another group project. Here we go. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. Thanks, guys. Laters. Catch gotcha. up.